everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Unwanted Dancers. That's right, brand spanking new. If we wanted to be like mm-hmm. Doug, we moved from Nickelodeon to Disney. Yeah. Wasn't that confusing time <clears throat> in our lives? Of course it yeah. was. That was <laughs> deeply confusing. I was like, wait, why is he with you know Mickey Mouse? Shouldn't he be with the Rugrats? Yeah. I didn't understand bra- brand acquisitions back then. It was such it was really troubling. Yes, it was the only time I ever saw a face from Nickelodeon cry. Remember face? It was very disturbing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're yeah. watching Nick Jr. Burr-burr-burr. That They yeah, tried that to remake face where they made him this crazy character <laughs> and it just didn't work. Kids the cried, thing- mothers sent angry letters and emails, and yeah. eventually he had to go. Here's the thing people got to understand, and this is my soapbox for the episode. Kids need to be um, met with like uncanny valley disturbing things in yes. their childhood. You need to be traumatized by like a claymation character or like... Um, I feel like every generation, like, it doesn't have to be Courage the Cowardly Dog, but there needs to be a show on air like that. <laughs> yes. I'm so um, surprised the stuff they got away with watching it. I, I know. They, yeah, it was a straight up, like, body horror show for kids. Um, yeah, I think that that's important for a child's development. I mean, it was important for my development, and I turned out <laughs> fine. I yes. Out fine. Paul doesn't have to pay for any medication or anything. By the way, speaking of claymation, yeah. do you remember like this clay video game or something? It was like a video game Cl- oh, of like wait, clay was, people. Clay Fighter 63 and a quarter. Or actually, there was Clay Fighter for the SNES, and then there was Clay Fighter 63 and a quarter. Or I don't, it was one that I think was on like a computer, but. Okay. I've been trying to find um, it on YouTube. I can't remember what it was. I'm curious if um, that is different than what I'm thinking of. It sounds like it probably is because I used to play a Nintendo 64 game, which was a sequel. I never played the original, called Clay Fighter. And it was um, a um, also maybe not appropriate for children, <laughs> um, but I did play it. Um, it, uh, it was a game where... All of the characters that you'd choose to fight were actual like claymation um, that were, you know, rendered in a game in some kind of stop motion capacity. But it was like uh, one where it. you were like a dude. It was like the whole world was clay. You were in a house. You go around this clay neighborhood, and at the opening, there's like this mo- this like green monster's arm that tries to reach you as you're in your home oh. or something. I can't remember what it was called i didn't own it someone else i knew owned it it looks fun they never let me play it but still one day i'm just like i would like to play or at least see a clip of it on youtube yeah but i have Wait, no idea like what the a, name was was it like a like a little kids game like a putt putt type of thing or was it no it was like a, a adventure type game it was just i'll have to try okay. and figure out you know what the sad thing is i do i do think I found it once, like like ten mm. years ago, and I haven't been able to remember what yeah. it was called since. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it can't be that hard to find because there can't be that many games that are like claymation. Yes. Um. So yeah, I don't know, but 
Wish I'd known about that one because um, I love claymation. Oh yes, you know so, I watched this Halloween. Did you ever see? Oh, Cl- did you? I was gonna. I think you're about to say something different, but the movie Wendell and Wild is very good. Oh no! Although I think that's isn't that stop motion. Yeah, it's not claymation, okay. but I mean, same. I don't. I don't care about this. The distinction that it's not made of clay. Yeah, that's the one with Key and Peele, right? Yeah, it's Key and Peele as the 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 demons. Yeah, and, is that um, Netflix or? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay, um, it's, it's it's Henry Selick's. And yeah, the Guillermo it, it, de del Toro uh, Pinocchio. I want to try and see. <clears throat> oh yeah, that looks really good. Um, anyway, yes, this is the section. Comment Wait, section. were you going to say something? This was. Um, uh, have you ever seen this uh, claymation comedy of horrors? It's a special uh, that aired in 1991. So. It's on YouTube. I gotta say, it's pretty good. It's like a pig who goes to like this haunted castle. And wants to steal Frankenstein from like these monsters who are having a party. It was pretty good. Cool. Yes. Uh, also, something I rated five out of five stars on Letterboxd is The House, which is also on Netflix. Three different stop motion stories set in the same world. It's um, fantastic. Um, did we say what show this is? No, I don't know. This is unwanted answers, guys. <laughs> there were some people just like, oh, good. Are they going to comment section? No, 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 no. We did comment <laughs> section already. We are at unwanted answers. That's right, guys. Our segment fill show. This show is like Frankenstein's monster. You know, when it started, mm-hmm. we were like, you know what? We'll just answer some questions from Yahoo Answers. Yeah. But guess what? Over five years and 30-some episodes, this show has, like a rebellious teenage daughter, has become its own thing, and we don't even know what to expect anymore. Yeah, I know, and it would be inappropriate to try and control it. Yes. You know, you gotta let it be its own thing, and um, I love that about it. I think that this is the best era of Unwanted Answers. Yes. Um, When, uh, you know... There's a charm to it, even though it probably needs help. Yes. In a way, it should have been rebranded like two years ago, but yeah. part of me is almost just like, that's why we don't need a third show. We can just change this one however way we yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is how I, I feel about this show, which is that um, it's almost like, in a way, a sort of... Um, Dadaist postmodern interpretation of the podcast in a yes. way. It's a museum to gaze into it and see that there is no structure. It actually defies structure. Yes. And uh, with that being said, let's go into the structure of this episode's segments, which are very structured and regimented, and we have specific segments yes. that we have to get to. I also to. want to bring up we are bringing back, just for this episode, just for this episode, Mm-hmm. One segment back from the dead. Really? Uh, I don't there's even. I, I didn't even know we, we used... retired any segments. Oh, there's a few that we have retired. Like, remember when I we don't used to do the uh, movie quotes was an answer to a question? That's oh, not what we're doing. Yeah. But uh, okay. we are. There is one segment we're bringing back from the dead just for this episode, just because it's just okay. like huh. we're, we're treating it. We're Frankensteining it. Yes. We're taking the body parts of an old segment and putting them together and uh, using electricity to bring it back to life. Yes. Um, so we should probably go into those segments. God knows if we'll get to any yeah. questions. 
But we should uh, get into our segments. Yeah, nor do we need to get in, into any questions, but we'll see. Um, I do believe that, you know, I have no idea how long it's been since we put on an episode of this show. It's been... I, I think it was geez, before the Batman. A, no, actually... Well, okay, we probably recorded it before then. It came yes. out um, a little after your birthday, and this is being recorded a bit after my birthday. Oh, yes, it's so been a that's, while. Um, we had a lot of comment uh, section stuff, it felt seven like. Seven months or something. Yeah. It was a very comment section heavy <clears throat> year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did uh, record more comment section, but now we're back to um, the, um, it's like the, the child that you don't respect growing up, and you think yes. the other one's going to be the doctor, but yes. then it turns out that the other one becomes like a successful comedian, and even though that child becomes more successful, you still respect the one who's a doctor more. Yes, like, we can talk about, like, di- famous directors in comments section. And I want to answer, it's more when we talk about, like, Huck or Uncle Al- yeah. Aunt Ash, Skipper and yeah. the Captain. The working class, really. Yes. Less highbrow. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, I think that with that said, it's time to get into the most important thing of the episode, which is us in a way yes the best characters um even though we're underpaid and we're begging for more than a penny to our names um uh so i i have to ask the question what's been going on recently well what's been going on recently well first you can't or in the last seven months it doesn't first i'll say something sad maybe not sad just a little frustrating you know I always think about what to do for what's for um, what's been going on lately, and I know that sometime in the past seven months, there were at least two things that happened, and I said, you know what, I should write those down, and I said no to myself, no, Adam, don't bother writing it down, you'll remember by the time there's a new episode, and yet, here we are, recording... (laughs) And for the love of God, I can't remember what those two things were. <laughs> yeah. So, I was thinking, you know well, let's what? let's sit here in silence until you think of it. Just kidding. What were you going to say? Maybe I will finally, after, since episode one, I'll break the glass of my In Case of Emergency one. Oh, One that I've been man. waiting to do for so a while. So, you've had this for over five years. I'm guessing much longer than that. Yes. It occurred in 2016. Okay. Yes. So one year before the show started. Yes, one year before the show started. So who wants to hear a fun quitting story? Who doesn't oh, you love have a quitting story? Quitting story. That's so interesting because mine is going to be kind of about quitting, but it's oh not a fun God. story. It's a double. <laughs> we could just call this episode. We quit. <laughs> yeah, we quit. <laughs> you know what, kids? Title, that's but... the moral of today's episode. Give up. Don't try. Just yeah. quit. I'm a big fan of quitting, and I do think that if possible, uh, uh, it's not possible for everyone, you should totally quit. Yes. Um, you know. Anyway, I'd love to hear this, because quitting stories are the best. Yes. So, um, ironically, I only have one quitting story. Well, two, but one's not really that interesting. So, mm-hmm. after I graduated from our first college... You know, mm-hmm. trying to get something. 
realizing the hard way, you know, two-year degree really does, isn't much. It's kind of just yeah. useless. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, something. It's a little thing to display. Yeah. So Yeah, we had the same situation. We both went to the same community college, had a two-year degree, and I'm. It's from what it sounds like now, took a little break before going for the back for the four year degree. Yes, they never tell. They made it's such a big deal. Like, oh yes, this two year thing will help you. It doesn't. <laughs> it was all lies, yeah. propaganda, if you will. <laughs> so, I um, because of how crappy that degree was, ended up getting a job at a department store, and it was one of those crappy backroom type gigs where you open boxes and you put them on what some roller thing and they roll out and yeah people yeah so i'm just like this sucks i can't believe two years of college and this is what i got out of it (laughs) so and it was one of those i remember my first day by the way oh i should go back to before the first day I have a little bit of wisdom for people. Whenever you go in for a job interview, if they offer it to you the day of your job interview, like during the job interview, run. That's not a good sign. You get out of there as fast as possible. It is a that is a point. Yes, alarm bells should be going off. You get out of there as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, but did I know that at the time? No, no. The lady said, "You want this?" I said. Not really, but I'll take it. <laughs> so I did it. And then the first day, you know, first day you get there, and I was assigned to go with this other dude and collect hangers from whatever their cash register things or whatever. Yeah. So we go, and he's showing me around everywhere. And it was, at this time, I had started going back to uh, complete the four-year degree thing. Yeah. And he said to me, you still in school? And I said, yeah. And he said, like a horror movie, stay in school, there's no future here, get out of here as soon as possible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, huh, that's interesting. And then later in the day, to be here after dark. Yes. Get out while you still can. (laughs) Yes, I was just like, and you know what helped is that the lights were off. So it had even more like a horror movie. Yeah. Then I found out it was his last day. Oh. <laughs> and then I was just like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> so I was assigned, like, there was this one, the person who hired me, who was supposed to be the boss, was never really there. So there was another person oh. below her, some dude, like a few years older than us. He <laughs> was in charge. He was like, all right, you're going to go in that truck and you're going to open all these boxes. And I look, and it's packed with boxes. Mm-hmm. Boxes galore. You take one from the yeah. bomb, they'll all fall out. And I'm just like, okay, well, this sucks, but I'll do it. So mm-hmm. I open it. I'm, I'm just like, all right, this is horrible. And I realize something. There's two people opening the boxes in the truck. Yeah. <clears throat> the other person, they keep switching out every few mi- every few minutes. But I'm there the whole time. I'm like, well, that's interesting. Yeah. This isn't a good sign. And I'm mm-hmm. only there for like one day a week, which I'm fine with because <laughs> I don't want to be there. Yeah. 
So by the third time, I am just like, now look, do I like do it? No, but I'll do it because you're giving me money. So yeah. I'll be a bit of a sellout. So I'll do it. And I'm just like, all right, I don't like this, but I think I think I got the hang of it. Mm-hmm. And then the the main dude who I see like 10 minutes a day says like, hey, come here. So we go into his little office thing. And he says, yeah. well, what's going on, man? And I'm just like, uh, I don't know. What, what, what's going on? And he says, "What? Wh- why are you so bad at this? And I'm like, why what? am I bad at opening the boxes? And he's just like, come on, man. You got to go faster, 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 okay? Yeah. If you don't do this, you hold everyone up. And I'm like, well, okay. Uh, I'm done when the time when the clock says it's time to go, so... You can hire some more people mm. or whatever, but it's just, I'm just like, yeah. I, I this just came out of nowhere. And yeah. And then he said, um, so another thing you sometimes do is um, unwrap plastic from clothes, and they call it stripping. And he's like, yeah. you did a hell of a job at stripping. I'm like, thank you. I will remember that <laughs> during my sexual harassment lawsuit, but whatever. <laughs> so, and then oh. suddenly everything turned. Because suddenly it went from once a week to once every three weeks. Now oh. he thought he was punishing me. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to spend time <laughs> with awesome. you. This yeah. is like a gift you are giving me. Yeah. So I try to follow simple rules in life. You know, one rule I try to go by. Not everyone can go by this rule, but I try to follow it. Mm-hmm. I am not an a hole. Until provoked. And for me, yeah. it takes a lot to provoke me. Like, honestly, <laughs> most people I either like or I have no opinion of. Like, yeah. Um, like honestly, <laughs> I see someone drinking a Sprite. I'm like, oh, I like Sprite. We're cool. You know? Yeah. I can honestly say it's like five people in my life I just dislike. Mm-hmm. So, and this dude, I don't know what his problem was, but... He just disliked me so much, even though it's yeah. just like, dude, I'm trying my best. But um, yeah, I know. then this is where it's like until provoked. So yeah. he said, all right, see these um, boxes that have the mouse on them They're like for pillows? You don't open them. I'm like, sure. I see one with a mouse. It's been like a few minutes or whatever. I'm like, all right, just to make sure you don't open these ones. And he said, what did I just say? And I'm like, huh. <laughs> well, if you're going to be that way, took the knife out, opened it up, and like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shucks. Darn it. <laughs> wow. And again, every day is a clean slate until provoked. Yeah. And, and then one day, like, I think it was the one of the last days, it was um, he asked me, can and it was a little bit like, um, hey, it was, um, hey, can you go around and get all the hangers from the thing? Mm-hmm. And I said, I think so. And he then he went, do you think or do you know? And to quote yeah. Ryan from the office, I was like, I think. And then he said, <laughs> fine, I'll do it myself. And I said, oh my yes, God. sir, boss, you go ahead. You show me what to do. So yeah. I decide, you know what? I am done here. I'm not. I'm not dealing with this dude anymore. Mm-hmm. So I. So before then, I had done something seasonal for a different department store. 
Sadly, we'll probably go out of business before this one. But they had actual uh, people. Like, there was a similar... Yeah. There was a dude who had a similar job at that place called... At the other place named Andy. And I don't like doing that stuff, but I'll do it. You know why? Because Andy was a person. He was a human. Yeah. And I just like, I don't like doing this. I'll do it for you, Andy. But for this dude, I'm like, no. No, do it yourself. So... I was so then mm-hmm. I ended up being like, "Hey, you got anything at the other store?" And he was like, "Sure." And then it was just one of those like uh they knew me, so they hired me on the spot. So, this this is let me tell you about my last day. This is where it just yeah. is like, "Huh." <laughs> so, last day I get there, and the lady who hired me is there saying, "Oh, man, I heard you're leaving." And first I'm like, where have you been all this time? Where have you been? It's been a miserable living hell. Where have you been? Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. And she's like, where are you going? And I say the competitor's name, and suddenly, ice cold. It's, oh. Oh. And she walks away. Like, oh, my gosh. She found out I just ran over her puppy or something. <laughs> just like, heck? oh. So that's how it's going to be. And then it's my last day. And I go with to like the main back room or whatever. Yeah. Dude comes to me and said, Hey, follow me. And I'm like, Do I wanna follow this dude? Is he gonna, you know, murder me or something? <laughs> but I'm like, all right, there's security cameras. I hope they work. But so yeah. we go upstairs to like where the human resource area is. And there's no one there because it's like six in the morning. Gets out a piece of paper. Here's your end of employee um evaluation type thing mm-hmm. to evaluate your time there and i'm just sitting there like you know well first of all i'm like you know i'll i'll take my time reading this over so i can just sit here <laughs> because i don't want to go back there for a little bit so i'll i'll squeeze any little bit i can i'm just like there's no one here and you i know he's gonna come in here and read it when i when i leave so i'm just like you know oh, yeah. what He's not being racist. He's not hitting anyone. He's not grabbing any girls. Mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll leave a blank. <laughs> I'll just, I literally just put my name and said oh. the hours were good because I only came in one day every three weeks. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> the hours were good. The hours were awesome. I think that's why I wrote. Yeah. And, um, oh, by the way, it's my last day. Everyone who was there when I was started has been replaced. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there's yes. high, high turnover in places like that. Yeah. Yes, and this is, I started in May. It's now August. So. Yeah, oh, okay, that's quick. <laughs> that's quicker than I expected. Yes. Yeah. But there was this guy in his 70s, and that was one time I got to leave the stupid back of the truck. And I'm like, so, uh, so where does this go? So I asked him, where does this go? And he said, there's a sign over there. I'm like, yeah, there's a sign over there. Can't you just tell me just this once where this stupid box is supposed to go? And he is just like, oh, sign over there. I'm just like, oh, okay. So it's the end of the horrible day. And he said, you know, thanks for all your hard work. He didn't mean it. But I pretended to <laughs> go along and be like, thank you. This was mm-hmm. an opportunity I'll remember forever. So <laughs> I go. And I'm like, you know what? Technically this- true. Yes. So I'm like, you know what? This was a horrible experience. 
So, you know, I, I've earned myself a soda. So mm-hmm. I decide I'm going to go upstairs and go to the vending machine because they had a nice selection. They had Coke and Pepsi back there. Okay, now that's serious. One of those like robotic ones too, where it doesn't drop. It's like vroom vroom vroom. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like being in the future, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get my soda, and I realize I'm being followed, and it's oh. the one dude is following me. I'm going yeah. up the escalator, and he's still following me, and yeah. I realize, oh crap. The soda is right by HR. He thinks I'm probably going to go complain about him. Oh. <laughs> and then as we're on the escalator, he's like, what are you go? So what you doing? Like, a lo- <laughs> very fast. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to get a soda. He's like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, it will be cool. <laughs> so then I got my soda and I left. Never to return to that place. Oh, good. Yeah. Yes. So that was my quitting story to where I was just like, huh, that was quite the experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that sounds like uh, a good reflection of even though you weren't front lines retail, it's still um, a retail experience, which I also had to deal with to an extent. Um, oh, it's horrible. It was absolutely awful. Um, in my long legacy of jobs, um, I, I did, uh, you know, I found a place where I stayed five years that I talked about a lot, the library. Oh, still, I'd say probably the best job I ever had. Uh, but, um, I, now that I, we looked back and I saw that the last, um, episode or so of this show were recorded around beginning of March or end of February, yeah, yeah um, I think that, that lines up. Now I realize that when we first record, or when we last recorded this show, I would have either just started or was about to stop. I you was were about, about to, to start on oh, okay. Monday. So I was near, I was still working Dundee. at the library. No, it wasn't a Dundee, it was The Rock. With a suck oh yeah, on this. that was when I stopped working at the library. Someone gave that to me. That's this. That's that is one of the best wild yes year I've ever yeah. heard of. It was awesome. Yeah, I still have it. Uh, yeah, they were like, um, "I really hope you know that reference, because otherwise, it's really mean." <laughs> you gonna um, be like, um, "I've only seen the first yeah. three seasons. What the hell, is <laughs> guys?" <laughs> yeah, I basically February twenty eighth had my last day there. March first had my first day at my new job. My first. Full-time, big boy job with my degree. <laughs> my first graphic design job. Yes. And, uh, you know, thought it was, you know, a good place to start. Cars. Um, I, a junior graphic designer position in the automotive industry, which, you know, I've had to dance around it um, for some time, <laughs> but I actively don't like the automotive industry. Um, I just kind of like... You're like... Cars, they suck as Pixar movies, they suck even worse putting <laughs> yeah. them together. I actively uh, hate cars, and I, I honestly, cars should be illegal. So, yes. and and I stand by that, even though I was paid by the industry Your for the last paycheck, eight months. first paycheck, you bought a horse, 
and you rode it yeah. to work all the time. They're like, what are you doing? You're like, oh, look, yeah. my car's alive. You know, you can talk yeah. about your baby is your truck yeah. or your car. But let me tell you, let me ask you this. Can your truck give you horse kisses <laughs> on the cheek when you ride it into work or after you give it a carrot? Close, but it's with my bike, and all of that's the same. Yes. Everything, everything else is worded the <laughs> same. Um, but you know, there were some good times. Um, I certainly enjoyed mo- like a lot of the people I worked with. Um, I uh, deeply didn't care about a single thing I was doing, and there were also some not the main people I worked with, but there were also some of those people. Um, that w- I was just talking about who are like, um, I even remember like the last project I did was someone I never met in my life who was just calling me on the phone, like working me through this, um, uh, this like pa- this pamphlet flyer type thing uh, with selling car part products. And this was like one of the things where like after the conversation, I was just like, I care so little. I can't last another day here. I'm done. <laughs> And, um, the guy was basically like, um, calling me constantly. Uh, by the way, the amount of work that could be done, the amount of work I had at this point could have been done by four graphic designers fully. It was insane. (laughs) Uh, so overworked and not possible to finish everything. And this guy kept calling me, just like rushing me to finish this, the design of this flyer. Um, and there's always another change. And I, um, it just kept going around and around. And um, he kept saying these passive-aggressive things the whole time, too, <laughs> where he, um, I just had to... He was like a mean customer in retail or something the whole time. <laughs> like, he... he um, You're just like, I'm trying to did, re- I, did I hurt you in some way? Do, <clears throat> I know. Do we know each other already? And apparently I did, because what he cares about is the bottom line. Because he was just, he, he just kept being like, um, this is the, this is supposed to, you know, go out on, on, uh, Monday and it's like, uh, halfway through the week already. And he, like, I would be trying to get information from him so to help me finish it. But then he would just always pivot to like, this is the first time this has ever been late. This has never went to print late. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, well, there's the work for like four graphic designers. There's way too much work right now. And well, I, it's uh, going to be late he, now. <laughs> and then I think that this is this statement that he said, I think is the most angry I've ever gotten from like someone saying something to me in a job. Because he said, yeah, I know it's busy time of year. That's why I work Sundays. It's so <laughs> passive aggressive to me where I was just like, I, I, I really, I paused fully and didn't say anything. And in my head, I remember thinking, you're wasting your life. <laughs> you shouldn't work Sundays. If you're working, if you care this much, you're working Sundays to sell car parts. That's really sad, man. And that's yes. uh, one of the things that made me realize that um, I uh, am deeply not passionate about that. <laughs> um, and uh, um, anyway, this is all to say that I did um, decide to quit before I had anything else lined up, which is not something that you should do, especially because also since... No, we've recorded comment sections since I've uh, lived here, but I, I've um, moved out on my own and I have rent to pay. Oh, So yes. I did decide to quit my full-time job before having anything else lined up um, <laughs> while I have rent to pay. So never do that. Don't do what I do. And, you know, uh, it was 
I had been looking for a new job for some time at this point. Um, I am glad that this particular one was a first experience in doing graphic design full-time. It gave me uh, a good resume that I was using to apply to new places. And I lots of opportunities did come up. And I think that's part of the reason I felt comfortable quitting, even though nothing was officially lined up yet. <laughs> but um, uh, what eventually happened, I had top three choices. One of them still hasn't gotten back to me, and it's been months. Oh, but cross fingers crossed. <laughs> one day. I might still hear back. Hey, um, you one day you'll call it up like <laughs> one of those teenagers at prom, like, hey, listen, like, I don't know if, I mean, if you lose out on having your favorites, you know, I'm always available. And, you know, we don't have to make yeah. a long term commitment thing. We just, you know, be pals yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. It's just like that. No, but I, um, so I had, uh, a few I had a short list of things where I was like even though even though the capacity I'll be working is graphic design because that's the skill I have these are like the things where I would be really excited to work in that realm um one would be music obviously because I love music part of the reason I got into the graphic design is because of album covers um like designing album covers and stuff I mean that would be one the other one the other big one is the world of tabletop gaming. And, uh, you know, I got into... I've been into tabletop gaming my entire life from collecting uh, cards from as right a young child. From right out of your mother's child. womb. You, were, mm-hmm. you, you had the dice in your hand being like, all right, let's play, guys. But especially what really sealed the deal was the month we graduated... When I got my, and I'd collected the cards as a child, as I said, but the first time I ever learned how to actually play the game of Magic the Gathering was the month we graduated. It was in the period between when we stopped needing to go to school and when we graduated at the end of May. It was that period. There was two weeks where um, uh, me and some friends bought starter decks for Magic the Gathering and then after learning how to play it and becoming obsessed right away, we'd walk to local stores and just buy more cards just for uh, weeks. Probably a little bit of what I spent some of that open house money on, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> most of it was for a college degree that I didn't use. Pretty pivotal moment because ever since then, for the last 10 years, it's been Magic the Gathering. It's been other card games. It's been oh, yes. tabletop games, Catan to Dominion to all the other uh, nerdy strategy games, Gloomhaven, uh, Wingspan, everything. Um, and it became such a big hobby that in my portfolio, there are multiple projects that are in the gaming sphere. I have a uh, local game store like rebrand thing in my portfolio online that I show to all the places I apply for. And I also have a, I actually did a like hypothetical rebrand of the company that owns Magic the Gathering and Dungeons oh. and Dragons. Unsolicited. And that's what got me this. <clears throat> yeah, it was just, you know, when you do projects in, in school, graphic design school, you usually have to just like 
pick brands and yeah not get paid to do free promotion for them essentially but um that that portfolio stuff is basically what got me this job now which is for a an, an online store that sells trading card game products that is right <laughs> All uh, lined i up. am in the magic the gathering industrial complex um of course they also sell Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards and sh- f- uh, flesh and blood and, and new newer card games and stuff, but um, pretty pretty wild. And like the people I've been working with, it's all remote, and I think most of them are in California. And they're like, they're all like, I I feel like a, a little fish in in the pond because a lot of them are like connected in in the industry and stuff, and it's pretty wild. So. I feel like I basically um, made the best decision because um, about a, a month ago, I was uh, you know making a flyer for a, a brake caliper that's on sale, and I have to, and uh, yeah, I mean that's pretty soul crushing. Yes. And now I get to um, design for the love of of cards, little pieces of cardboard that make people happy. Yes. So. That's pretty cool. That's pretty dang cool. Uh, I definitely want to get to some segments after yes. uh, after all of this. So just to make sure we get to it, did we want to bring a segment back from the dead? I would love to do that. <laughs> now, yes. Imagine I don't. I don't think I'll even have time to do it. But this is what I would insert here, which is um, there's like. Um, you you hear like dungeon ambience, and you hear like, <laughs> oh yes, it's alive. Yes, and that's the theme song for this segment. Uh, at this juncture, <laughs> so back in the day, this is, I mean, I don't know the last time we did this. The one thing that we used to do was that we would. Decide we're gonna learn about something, and remember when we used to watch educational videos? We did only a little bit. Oh my goodness! Yeah, like the uh, <laughs> like I think like when the when do you mean educational videos? Like we did like training videos. Yes, we did train stuff, videos like and and I think there was like Burger King, other jobs. Wendy's, stuff. I think, <laughs> and there was also Blockbuster. My sister and I watch. A YouTube channel, a, a YouTube show about a college that's around here. And we won't say the college by name. And okay. we won't say any of their names in the video by name. But Interesting. There's a YouTube show. Okay. A YouTube show that tries to get people to come to the college. Mm. Yes. And recent, well, when, when was this? This was... In March, they did a segment, and we don't watch it because we want to go to the college. We just watch it because it's entertaining. Yeah. Is it entertainingly bad, or are they actually- You got it. You got it. You got it. I see. And again, we're not going to say the name of the college. You won't say the name of any of the students or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. But they did a segment- but we'll that, say their addresses. <laughs> oh, yes. No. We'll say their ad- social security numbers, yeah. their birthdays. And they did a segment that, to quote Ryan from The Office, 
even for the internet, is a bit shocking. <laughs> that you're like, all right, this is what you're oh, going to no. do to try oh, to convince no. people to come to your school. <clears throat> so I will send you okay, a I'm link curious. to the video through Facebook, and then I'll yeah, find the timestamp. It's this is a to put into context. This is a show they do to try to convince people to sign up for their school. So yeah, if you press play, I don't know if you're I don't know if you can be prepared for what they're about to do to convince you to come yeah. to their school. I don't have a lot <laughs> to go on, so let's just let's just see what this is. Mind you, this is what they do to convince you to come to the school. So true. Yeah. yeah. Dumpster diving. What? Whoa! That's right. <laughs> We're out dumpster diving. We're here with Sam. That's and right. <laughs> And the so way to get you to come to their school, if you want to go, one of the best experiences is dumpster diving. This is this is classic college. <laughs> yes, not dumpster diving for like computers or anything. Dumpster diving for food. Yeah. Pay as much food. Yes, they don't have to pay as much for food. But yet they pay with years of their lives because of the germs and everything. Yeah, this is basically a college ad that says, we are going to gouge all your money so you can't afford to live. Yes, if there was a sign that maybe you need to lower tuition, this is it. Yeah. So yes, they're excited because they know the specific days to dumpster ride because this is a sign that's been going on for generations. And so basically we got generations of students have been going to dumpster dive. And you know what? There's always there's never a moment a father is more proud than when he can drop his son or daughter off to school and be like, you know what? I remember those days, you know. Rumming through the trash, trying to find uh, found like a whole box of mannequin heads. And kiddo, and this might be the dopest thing I've ever seen in my life. This is your Sam, time. Stop being lame. Okay, and yeah, that's he, he just kissed the mannequin head when I was yeah. in the trash. So, is there more he wanted to see? Oh no, I think that's it. They're just gonna wash it so they don't die from the germs in the food. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's cleanliness right there. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's funny. There's always like these people who are like, um, "What are they teaching them in them schools? <laughs> Brainwashing them, <laughs> turning them onto this hippie stuff." And it's like, no, that's not happening. But uh, you know what is happening? They're in the dumpster. <laughs> They're in the dumpsters, rummaging for food. I couldn't believe when I remember watching that, being like, "Are they really going there?" Oh, they are, and. <laughs> this is on their official YouTube channel too. That's that's part of why it's so surprising. And, and you know what? I don't know if you still have it up, but the comments. Oh yeah, glad let's, to see the dump driving tradition is alive and well. <laughs> oh wow, it's like famous. <laughs> If you're a blank student, you have to go dumpster diving at Krispy Kreme at least once. At Krispy Kreme? Of all Krispy oh Kreme, gosh. not Dunkin' Donuts. I guess because Krispy Kreme is everything Dunkin a bit Donuts. glazed, so it yeah, it's keeps in the moisture. Even though I prefer Dunkin' Donuts. Where, where have you had? I didn't. I, I've never been able to go to a Dunkin' Donuts. We don't have one in town. Well, there's but. like one like close. Um, there's one that you pass by. I pass by a lot. It's uh, 
on the way to the mall or something. I mean, I'm, I'm sure if you Google okay. the address, there is one. There is one I around never here. Never thought. You know what? Well, this is this is so weird to bring up, but I'll bring it up. Look, guys, this is such a weird episode. We are just throwing <laughs> everything we have because we have no idea. Oh, we sure are. Go. Yes. I remember in 2014, and like um, being in New York City at 30 Rock, having Dunkin' Donuts, and my father getting a phone call that his father was dying, and it's being like, wait, we gotta go home? How do you know he's not gonna make it? Come on. And he's just like, well, if I, if I stay here, he'll live. If I go, he'll die. So, just playing those odds. And it turned out we stayed and he died, and then we had to leave. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was cool. Delightful. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know the dude, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. When's the funeral? Oh, a week before school. What? What? Mm. That's not cool. Just like his wife. See, my father's family, they always die the week before school starts. And that's not oh. cool. No one likes that. Because at least yeah. give me a little vacation. That's all I, had I that ask. Happen. I had that happen last year. Um, I The funeral was the day before I started school. So, so the Sunday? Yeah. Oh. Yup. <laughs> yeah. But so you're basically you're saying you have good memories of Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. You know because I didn't really lose anything. I had my donut, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. I was just like I'm in New York. I think the next day we went to go see Seth Meyers live. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, if that was the trade off, mm-hmm. it was worth it. For a <laughs> time, I didn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, that's fair. That's fair. That's Duncan. That's Duncan Donuts. You know, that's a commercial they should make right there. <laughs> so good, you won't go home when you hear your grandfather's dying. Yes, it's um. Like there's a phone call. And then it's, there's a phone call. He gets a, the dad gets a phone call saying, "Well, what's going on?" And then on the line is his sister saying, "You gotta come back home. Dad's not gonna make it." And then he's just sitting there. And the kid brings him a Dunkin' Donut and says, Hi, Dad, is everything okay? He takes the donut, takes a bite, and says, It is now. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know it's Dunkin'. (laughs) Dunkin' Donuts, the best way to deal with grief. (laughs) Exactly. That's, That's the jingle. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, how about we get to another segment then? Uh, is there another one you've been just dying to get back to? Well, there's always on this day, that's always a blast. Oh, yes. Yes. Let's do on this day. On this day. On this day! All right. Did you? All right, on this day in 1750... The FHC Society, also known as the Flat Hat Club, is formed at Rayliff Tavern, Williamsburg, Virginia. It is the first college fraternity. That's right. College? On this day in Did 1750. You say the Flat Hat Club? The Flat Hat Club. Um, in 1750. That makes me think. <laughs> that, that's making me think. Uh, the first fraternity, so they'd actually probably sound like, um, 
I'm I'm just imagining um uh <laughs> some guys who are who are, are just like hazing people just being like <laughs> uh Kyle because everyone even back then had names like that. Yes. Kyle, can you believe this guy did you, did you see his hat? <laughs> did you see his hat? Oh. Right. What is that a bowler hat? <laughs> what do you <laughs> What kind of what, what was the school? <laughs> Uh, well, no, it doesn't know. say, but they're just like, oh, oh, anyone can just have a hat like that, but you need a flat hat. And he's like, they're like the nerds are just like, no, but my grandmother gave me this hat. <laughs> she made it herself. Oh, if you want to be in our college fraternity, you must make it flat. Here, let me help you. Takes the hat, yeah. slams her foot on it, and she's <laughs> like, there, now you can be part of our fraternity. Oh, I'm sorry. We're all filled up. He's <laughs> like, Someone needs to stand up to you punks one day. I'm imagining like a time lapse, like a scene after scene, like a montage of them making fun of people for having two round of hats. Uh, yes. And by the end, they're wearing just like a, like a metal plate, just a flat <laughs> like disc on top of their head. Yes. Maybe <laughs> there's a little like string or something that goes under it so it stays on. Like a sun hat or yeah. something. Yeah. And but then, you know who uh, I was thinking would never be well, allowed in that club and probably took it very personally would have been Abraham mm-hmm. Lincoln because his hat, very tall. Well, well, I don't know. Like uh, what part of it needs to be flat, obviously, in this scenario. But I mean... It's flat at the top. Yes, but did they see it that way? Yeah, or were that, they that just like, <laughs> maybe that he was just like, hey, can I join your club? Oh, no, I'm sorry. We only have flat hats, not tall hats, A.B. Yeah. Well, I'll show them one day I'll be president, and I'll show them real good, and I won't yeah. invite him to the theater with me. <laughs> well, maybe the second yeah. one was for the best, but. Yeah. Um, maybe one day, maybe there's like a lost, there's like a hidden thing from the Civil War we don't know about, where <laughs> it was brother against brother, and there was one moment where Abraham Lincoln had to go up against his old arch enemy. Maybe, who was the yeah, dude, the Confederate the leader? Um, was it Jefferson Davis? Je- yeah, yeah. Some Jefferson uh, Davis yeah, Jefferson was the one Davis. who wouldn't let Abraham Lincoln into the Flat Hat Club. Yeah, um, I guess, I guess that means that the, the Flat Hat Club were the bad guys. Yes, they kind were of, the uh, bad guys. Yeah, being exclusionary. That does seem very... That seems like they're, it seems on brand for them. It's kind of their thing. <laughs> yes. Kind of their thing is, uh, yeah... <laughs> then so, maybe bro, after the Civil War, the, you know, the Confederate uh, troops, I don't remember this part of history, the Confederate troops are all handcuffed, all going to prison, and then um, Abraham Lincoln looks at Jefferson Davis, who's handcuffed, on his way mm-hmm. to prison, and he goes, hello, Jefferson, Abraham, I left you a little present in your cell, and he goes, and it's a, just a giant stove top hat. And he's just, no, it's Flat Hat, you bastard. And he's just like, got him that time. Yeah. I'm imagining Lincoln as more of a warlord having like a monologue. And he's just like, once you told me my hat wasn't flat (laughs) enough. 
and now here at the dawn of the Civil War, I'm <laughs> going to make sure that you, Jefferson Davis, that your head is flat enough for my <laughs> oh, life. Yes, he's like a gangster leader, like, um, yeah. hey, boys, make his head flat. You got it, Mr. President. They come in with, like, their <laughs> billy clubs. Whack, whack, whack. Yeah. There you go. That It was yeah. just like that little bit, but yet that those little personal details are what make the, mm-hmm. his, the story of the Civil War yeah. more interesting. Yeah, it's true. Um, Lincoln came up with some pretty good threats. And you know what? Um, years and years later, um, you know, um, a, a descendant of, of him in, in his younger years really had kind of the same way with words. Oh yes, um, Tony Anto- <laughs> Antonio Lincoln. <laughs> Antonio Lincoln. <laughs> hey, see, my one... great 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 grandfather is gonna <laughs> make sure you have a flat head. See, <laughs> he's just like, um, hey, eh, yeah, I ever wonder why um the people who may have screwed up the Lincoln Memorial disappeared? I took care of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, teacher, you know, maybe I should tell the story of Abraham Lincoln. You know, he, you know, when things don't go his way, send in a few um, soldiers in blue, but a bing, you're part of America. Yeah. But a boom, come back to America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one's gonna, no one, you know, walk across this guy. <laughs> He's like, he is hey. the king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, see, I heard you, I heard you had my binky. Is that right? <laughs> if you have my binky, I'll tell you what. You better make sure it's back in my mailbox by morning, or I'll crush your legs like the Union crushed the Confederacy. <laughs> oh my, yes, babyface Antonio. He'll he'll always find a way. Maybe he's like he always has these distant relatives. He's always somehow related to someone. Yeah, yeah. It, um, babyface Antonio is one of the most connected people and it's really impressive at only about um uh you know 13 months old that yes. he's so connected but um really um uh he he has an uh a bizarre amount of relatives uh that are important almost like a star wars character yes <laughs> and, everyone's uh, always related to everyone except well wait mm-hmm. ray was related to um Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, they had to fix that. When they accidentally had like they they accidentally like, you know, made the story different. Yes. Uh and then they had to fix that by making it the same again. By so. the way, completely off topic. Can we just say after because this is like what <laughs> Lucasfilm does, the Taika Star Wars movie's never gonna happen after Thor Love and Thunder. It's never gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like most Star Wars announcements have been very, um, yeah, they've been very, like, I, I don't really believe any of them until I see them. Yes. Um, although I gotta say, I mean, I having not seen it, I haven't heard great things about Lord, Lord, Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder, but I feel like uh, I don't think that one movie is enough to completely lose uh, Taika. Uh, oh, one hundred percent. Because be- Lucasfilm is whenever something is a little bit off, they are they they panic. 
<laughs> like, oh god, we got to. You switch are right it. about that. Yes, you are right about that because, like, in the grand scheme of things, the Last Jedi was not necessarily hated by the fan base, and it was very successful. Sorry, it wasn't that. It wasn't that hated by um, the More general casual public. fans. Yeah, it wasn't that hated by the general public, um, and uh, it was very successful. Um, so they kind of just hear any criticism and panic. Yes, I think they we're gonna have the guys who did uh, Game of Thrones do it. Now after season eight, everyone's angry, and yeah. I think it just came out this week. They're not doing the Star Wars movie anymore. Got it. Okay. I kind of wonder, are they involved in the new Game of Thrones uh, series that's going? Because I hear that's really good. Never going to watch it, but I hear it's really good. <laughs> and that for a lot of people, it's kind of restored their faith in the series. I don't think they are. I think it's uh, new people involved in yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, yeah. Uh, definitely off topic. Um, so, yeah, that's that's on this day. Um, the the yes. flat hat fraternity flat hat um, fraternity i'm kind of worried if i ever run into them i don't think i have a flat enough hat i actually I mean, think where, all my hats where, might be is rounded. any flat ever is any hat ever flat enough for them no 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 they're extremists yes they need absolute perfect flatness yes in a way the the only way that those hats can fit is if you super glue it to your head yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, in their final years, the fraternity, when they started to get more extreme, they didn't want, they they felt that the string keeping it on was kind of uh, corrupting some of the purity of the flatness of the hat. Like, it was an extra accessory that yes. they didn't want. It started so to some bend of them it on the ends, too. Yeah, I know. And and uh so basically what some of them uh came to as as a method of hazing is you you kind of shave down a little bit of the skull <laughs> and <laughs> and uh you got a good flat it head to kind of It took a few tries, right? Because they were just like, mm-hmm. "Well, who do we who do we try shaving um sanding down the head on first? Well, how about Henry? Yeah. You guys, you want him, you want me to <laughs> sand my head down? Another exper you're going to experiment on me again? I get to be involved. <laughs> I get to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a guinea pig. <laughs> Where he was lobotomized. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, they bring him back. They bring him back to his parents' home. And it's just like, college made him a genius. Just look at him. And he's just staring. <laughs> just drool coming the side of his mouth. And then <laughs> he's the smartest family member. <laughs> I know. She's... She's just like, um, Henry, do we need to worry about him? No, dear, he's thinking. <laughs> but he's been thinking for so long. He's a college boy now. He's a little freaking genius. <laughs> um, it's There's a family reunion. Henry's there for the first time in a while. Um, co- cousin walks in. Oh, wait, is that Cousin Henry? <laughs> he's the smartest one in the family these days. <laughs> and then he's just like, um. Henry, you've never been, you've never been friendly. Hell, wait, mate. And then he's just like, um, 
He's like, he's watching Adam Sandler movies with him. He's like, watch my, this is going to be so funny. Hell, wait, my grownups, he and Kevin James are going to have a farting contest. And then he looks over and Henry is just, once again, just staring blankly and drooling. And Huck is like, you've changed, man. You've changed so much since college. I don't know you anymore. You let them get in your head, man. I didn't even see you crack smile. And then um, he Huck goes up to his sister and he says, Mary Lou, I know Henry's your favorite cousin, but I will not let you marry him. He's changed. He's changed. It's actually Henrietta Lou. They, um, all the names of the family start with H. Oh, Henry, yes. Huck, Henrietta Lou. <laughs> yes, Henrietta Lou. Henry himself. Uh, Grand, so. gr- Grand Harriet. Um, oh, yes. All of them, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I completely. It's feel weird. I completely. I can't believe we haven't brought up any of the other family members we know. About, I know like, it feels like as this show keeps branching out and goes so far <laughs> out there, we keep on inviting new and new members into our our little group, our cult, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yeah. Well, did we want? You know, we got bills to pay. Did we maybe want to do? Some product placement for Paul before he gets angry. I would love that. We have our product placement is Orbit Soda. That's right, like the Orbit. gum. They have a soda. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I actually just um did get a text. Yeah. Um, you're on, you're on that, you're on that too. He's actually, he's telling us to pick up the energy, um, which last time we were low energy, it didn't turn out good. So we got it. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Big energy hype for it. Paul's product placement. Tell tell me about Orbit Soda. Yes. Orbit Soda. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's a drink that resembles a lava, a lava lamp. And, you know, it was released in 1988, although according to some reviews, it didn't taste really good, and it kind of tasted like cough syrup, but there were gel balls inside. Have you ever seen the Orbit? I know about this. Yeah, I know about this. Orbit soda. That's a weird... uh, That is a weird decision. I think maybe very... uh, I feel like the 80s and then the early 2000s had like some weird product like food product decisions like like in the early 2000s like the like purple ketchup and stuff and oh, like the dude. shrimp ketchup. I saw a yeah. commercial for that the other day when I was looking through old commercials on YouTube. Oh really? I yeah. was like for red and green and it was a commercial of a guy going out into his backyard and looking and seeing that um someone had taken the ketchup and made a soccer goal goalie on the side of his house. And then he said, uh, it was like, Heinz squeak ketchup. It's fun. And then it cuts to your, for your food. And they just squirt it all <laughs> over their hot dogs. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing about <clears throat> Orbit Soda, I don't like how clear the liquid is. It makes it look really like gross and not drinkable. Um, but oh, at the yes. same time, I do love uh, boba, um, like a boba tea, and that's you know not far off. 
So, this isn't something you can just drink for yourself. So, what could it be used for? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely toxic, especially this day and age. So, um, well, hmm. What if you, like, used it in place of water in, uh, you know, things where um, you're supposed to use water, you know, save on a water bill? Yes. Um, Maybe it's uh, like, um, you know, because, you know, in high school sports, you know, you're legally required to give them a break and some water. However, what is going to make them not want to have that break with some water you give him Orbit soda because yeah. they have a cup of that, and they're like, Coach, there's something wrong with this. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to pass our urine test when they test us for steroids. <laughs> no, boys, this is good for you. <laughs> How yeah. is it good? <laughs> Coach, the, um, what are they called? The little ball things inside? Coach, um. the gel balls are dissolving away my teeth. They're like acid. <laughs> Coach, yeah. I've got to see these? your pictures tomorrow. And I'm gonna have a smile like my grandma. Yeah, I'm imagining, uh, like it's end of the game. They're celebrating and they're pouring the drink out like a Gatorade <laughs> and just like, ding, 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 ding. Oh, oh, coach, what are you doing? <laughs> coach, <laughs> it's in our eyes. Timmy is blind. They have to go to the science room and use like the thing to wash out his eyes. Yeah. There, and then if they just... dump it on the coach, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like there's and so I many, just, they all have yeah. to do the Heimlich maneuver together. Yeah. And maybe if some gets on the coach, he's looking at his team in like mm-hmm. pride and says, and they say, coach, the balls are dissolving your jacket. And he's got to throw it off because it is destroying his jacket like acid. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting to me that you think that these little uh, gel balls would be just, like, um, acidic. Yes. Um, but I do believe that that's probably the case. Yes. They know what they're doing at Orbitz. I mean, mm-hmm. they can make... Do they do they What do they do besides gum? I wonder if you could use it for um, varnish. Also, do, I don't... Does, does this have anything to do with... Isn't it Orbit gum? You know what? I think you're right. I think it does, I don't I think crossed... it doesn't have anything to do with the gum. So, you know, so it doesn't have oh, anything. Oh, it's to... from it's from Clearly Food and Beverage Company, which makes Clearly Canadian, which explains why the um, bottle is so similar. Oh yes. I don't know if you've seen that. There's a beverage called Clearly Canadian. I see it in the li- in the logo. You can see the top of a flat of a, I mean not a flag a um, maple <laughs> leaf. At the bottom yes. of the bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I guess we we just weren't strong enough in America to take the Canadian drink. Yeah. Um, I think maybe this was Canada's attempt to like market uh, something like oh, Americans like something fun and it has little <laughs> little balls in it, and uh, then that clearly didn't work. So they went back to the classy, clearly Canadian, yeah, subtle like- branding. They're like, hey, hey, you're not supposed to drink the little bubbles. They're just for decorations, eh? These yeah. Americans, they just, they're like little pigs to a trough. They just put anything in their <laughs> mouth as fast as they can. Not appreciating yeah. the beauty of the Orbit soda, eh? 
Yeah, it's like you know these uh, degenerate uh, losers in over in America. They um, uh, well, they uh, they just absolutely can't get enough of these shiny, colorful balls. Um, they stare at them like they're lobotomized. <laughs> yes, just floating like, just around like there Huck's on the water. Cousin Henry. Yep. He Maybe loved that's orbits, man. He, he loved orbits. I mean, we're coming up to Christmas soon, and that's mm-hmm. the perfect gift for Henry, for Huck to give his favorite cousin Henry. Just yeah. shake that up, put it yeah, in who front are of they him. floating around in there, bouncing around all the walls. <laughs> He's just like, hey, wait, my Aunt Henry, this is going to be for you. And it's literally the first time there's been any movement in Henry's life. And well, mm-hmm. since the operation, it's just his eyes following the bubbles yeah. in the thing. And it, you, you see him crack a smile just the one <laughs> yes. side of the face. Yeah. And the hog's like, holy cow, we got life! We got life! <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, um, uh, was Henrietta Lou can marry her favorite cousin, aka. What was it, Henry? Is that his name? Yeah, Henry. Henry, um, yes. I forget. We have two Henrys. We have the bad criminal, and we also have Huck's cousin. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Henry's a common name, but I mean... Yes. That's the reality. His name's Henry. Yeah. I mean, can't change it. That's what, that's what happens. There's mm-hmm. legal documentation, like a birth certificate, that says yeah, his name yeah, on there. His name is... It says Henry. Yes. With two E's. We won't get into Huck's family with spelling, but not yeah. the best. But they yeah. they try. And the other the other E isn't where you'd think. What how what say we move to a segment that will guaranteed brighten our mood? Oh well, I believe because I it's know. beloved. Oh yes, the most beloved of all. Exactly. That's right. Because so we need a we need a pick me up, and also again like. Uh, even though I felt like we improved, sort of like a bad boss, nothing is ever good enough. And Paul, I can't believe we didn't bring up Paul in the in the talk about um bad bosses because I mean, oh sorry, because he's um, watching us right now. We're, we're on air. I'm so I'm so sorry. Yes, um, yes. Paul, like I won't lie, if Paul ever started a cult, I would drink his Kool Aid, like like yeah, that. yeah. If, Although if he, there was one, I'm, uh, there was one time, and I want I want to apologize, Paul, because I assume you're listening. I want to apologize. Th- there was a time he did make me Kool Aid, and he was being kind of pushy about it, and I didn't end up drinking it. I've always kind of felt bad about that. Yes, I mean, he brought Kool Aid to my house one time, mm-hmm. and I kind of like had said I'll go outside and have a smoke break, even though I don't smoke. Yeah. I don't think he bought it, but I went out, dumped it, and then a little bit the next day, I found a dead squirrel right by the Kool-Aid, but... You know, life's funny like that. Sometimes you just... Yeah. I mean, it's kind of... I, I mean, um, yeah, it was kind of... I think he must have made a stop on the same day when he came to my house with uh, Kool-Aid. Um, yeah, I mean, he was kind of like... He kept talking about the intricate flavors, and I'm like, mm, but it's Kool-Aid. Why are you you're really trying to make me drink this? I ended oh, up, yes. you know, uh, talking. And by the way, I don't know if this is true for you, because, um, but he was um, behind the door the entire time, so I couldn't see him. And he just handed the Kool-Aid through and started, <laughs> like, from being... Sorry, 
the, the flavors are intricate. So, I mean, um, I never saw him because I've never seen him before. I mean, like, the but, scary um, thing is, I don't know if this was your experience. When he delivers mm-hmm. it, all you see is him wearing a black rubber glove and, like, a mm-hmm. black sleeve, and that's it. Yeah, that, so he, he reached through, he gave me the Kool-Aid, um, and he, at one point I know he said, I want to hear you gulp it down. Like he, he wanted to hear the noise and I kind of talked him to him for a while and I was like, Hey, I just want to talk. And you know, I mean, you're a boss. I feel like I never really get to see you. Uh, and I kind of left it there on the counter and never ended up drinking it. It was weird though. The next day there was, it was like, like that top layer was just full of dead flies and spiders. Oh yes. Mm hmm. Yeah, Paul maybe needs to add a little more sugar into his Kool-Aid. Yeah, it's like, you know, you couldn't have been that bad. Exactly. I'm sure Paul makes a great, great Kool-Aid. And, and, and I know Kool-Aid that it's just mixing stuff Maybe you should move on to Tang or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I would drink the Tang. Yes. I would drink the Country Fresh. I would drink the Crystal Light. Kool-Aid, he kind of struggles with a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is just... I Don't take it personally, Paul. I know you're listening. Don't take no, it personally. No. It's just that I would love... I haven't had Tang for a while. A long, long time. If you can... Oh, yes. I would love to have that again. Uh, big orange fan. So, Remember the commercials um, with the orangutan? Yeah, it was... Uh, Those were the days. That's kind of... You know, that's what I... To, to bring it back around, that's what I'm talking about when I say... Kids need to be exposed to just like unsettling media. It's necessary for a child's development. Yes, like when they have the little pouch with the straw, and the orangutan's head pops out of the pouch out of the straw, and he goes tang. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, it was uh, it was um, a, a formative moment when you saw that. It, it shook you to your core. It just yes. like. You know, like eating a gusher and then yes, having your head up. blow up into a balloon and then explode. Well, it turns into those, a I mean, those fruit ki- shape, like a watermelon or a grape. There is, yeah, I know, there is one where the head explodes, though. Oh, really? Like it gets so big that it pops. What a way, wait, what a way to go, but yeah, probably the best way to go. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, yeah, it's necessary. So anyway, let's get into our most beloved of all segments. That's right, our beloved Dear Abby. Here we go with our Dear Abby. Dear Abby, I was taught to write handwritten thank you notes when I received a gift. Over the last few years, my gifts have been acknowledged with a brief text, Facebook post, a photo, or not at all. I enjoy giving gifts, but the lack of response I receive from today's younger folks leaves me feeling frustrated and dismissed. Must I adapt my expectations to a new normal and etiquette? Signed, Mannerly Mister in Tennessee. So, yeah, dude gives gifts? And, well, Tennessee, is that Southern? Is that the South? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. like, when in my day, in the days of civility, we would give each other thank you notes. 
Yeah, it really is like a southern like chivalry kind of attitude that yes. up here in the cold, hard, rustic Midwest, <laughs> I don't understand. We're like, guys, if we go out to the mailbox in this frigid cold, we will die. Is it worth it? Yeah. Um yeah, I uh I would say Yeah, you have to adapt. You yes. Do. Because I'm honestly not going to be bothered to <laughs> handwrite a thank you note. Are you kidding me? Yes. Not doing that. And I'd still like a gift. In a way, it's like a thank you note is the gift. It's like, a no, like where does it stop? Like, you pay for also, the card. You pay for the <laughs> stamp. Where does it end? Can't I just say thank you and that's it? And is, in, on, uh, my thing, like, honestly, isn't, wasn't your goal to give someone something? Because you did successfully do that. Do you need more than that? Because honestly, my attitude towards like, I've I've heard of in the past, people like getting really angry at people who like they open the door for someone and they don't say thank you as they're walking <laughs> in. Like some people just walk in and like that apparently is like rude to some people. In my view, no one should have to say thank you when someone's opening the door. You chose to do that. Your goal was to, you know, open the door your goal was to uh, help society move along a little smoother by opening the door for someone. You're you don't you're not owed a thank you. You know what I don't like, and maybe this is a bad one to bring up, but you know we're already so deep in the hole already. Yeah, I don't like this idea that you gotta give thank you notes after a job interview. Like, I, is mm-hmm. it really that much of an inconvenience? You were your thank you was that you yeah. got paid to interview me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I do generally think that, like, um, and I say this as someone in most of my, uh, in most of my interviews, if I knew an address, I would go pretty extra. But mostly that's because I have way too many business cards and I don't know what to do with them. So <laughs> I'll mail like a generic from the thank office. you. Like, yeah, <laughs> I. You know what? Did you have that where the day you quit the car place? You got a whole bunch of business cards with like a car in the back. No, I never ordered my own from there, but I did literally leave a bunch of my business cards there (laughs) at my desk for people to find. All those people who were so just like, hey, how's the car show? Just like, we don't talk about him. He's part of the Flat Tires (laughs) Club. And they have just a a wall of the people. Wall of shame. Yes. (laughs) On it in red, it says traitor. Yeah, yes. I really did betray them um, in a way by leaving my um, by leaving my business cards there. I was almost <laughs> imagining like a, again in the office a Charles Minor moment where he's like, "I can't pretend I didn't see this. You can't start a, co- a competing <laughs> yes. business while you're working here. You have to leave." Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, but n- even though I have done it perpetuating the problem i do think that jobs are employers do get a little on their high horse with like being the like you want me to give you a job like i have the high ground here when in fact like you're pre like don't act like you're not desperate to hire someone you want service (laughs) i'm going to give it to you well don't act like you're giving me a kidney yeah, and in most cases, it's like um, like the attitude is like, you should be thankful that you have a job. 
and in most cases it's actually like you are um underpaying me and therefore profiting <laughs> off of me to do something that sucks so how about you thank me and i don't thank you <laughs> yes so came back to this dude whose whose yeah. letter we've just we kind of ignored the last few minutes but <laughs> it's all relevant yes you know why i chose to ignore him because it feels like mm-hmm. the only reason he gave those gifts was for the thank you note like maybe he just collects them yeah. in a little book or something. Yeah, and no, he, I mean, and that's kind of what my feeling was. Kind of is that like, you know, I there's maybe a little bit too much of an attitude of like the reason I do nice things is to get something nice in return. Yeah, not just to do nice things, but I do it for the nice thing in return. Um. Which maybe <laughs> if he wants like um first of all he should just move on to the twenty first century. But maybe mm-hmm. he should go from his um from Tennessee to wherever he sends the gifts and maybe he'll be like um Sir, I did not receive a receive a thank you note. I kindly request that you give back. The present I done bestow unto you, and they're just like, yeah. no, dude, no. I I posted about it on Facebook. That's good enough. And then he's yeah. just like, he gets his glove out and smacks the dude with the glove and says, "Sir, you <laughs> oh, have damn. no idea how much of a powerful enemy you have made today." And he just walks yeah. off and you goes back paid to me because a great disrespect. <laughs> yes, and I won't stand for it. Maybe he's just stuck in, like, the 1800s. He doesn't know about the present. Yeah. He's like, sir, I will not give in to your witchcraft of the iPhone. <laughs> in my day, if we were in, in Tennessee, if we wanted to talk to one another, we talk with cans with strings attached. Yeah, it's like, but by, by giving the gift that I've given you, I've essentially cursed myself with the burden. I've hexed myself with the dark magic of being uh, beholden to waiting for a thank you note. And by denying me the lifting of this curse, you've paid me and my family a great disrespect. (laughs) We shall do at sunrise, if that's what it takes, for me to earn back my respect. Yeah. If I don't receive a thank you note by Monday in the morn (laughs) when the post arrives, I'll be forced to duel you that afternoon. (laughs) I'll get my rapier and I'll meet you (laughs) when the sun is the highest, (laughs) uh, (laughs) 50 feet from the gazebo. (laughs) Yes, and we shall do honorably, sir. You know what? This just reminded me of something, you know? So, um, you know, do you remember, what was the first R-rated movie you ever saw? You know, honestly, I think it was, uh, and this is formative because I remember um, 
growing up being almost made to be borderline supernaturally afraid of R-rated movies. Um, Like I was just, I thought that seeing one would corrupt me and cast a hex on me. Because I remember specifically my friends were going to watch the movie 300. And um, I called my dad to make sure it was okay. Dad, they're going to watch a bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) There might be blood and boobies. Have you seen it? Because there are there is blood and boobies. <laughs> well, I've heard of it. I haven't gotten around mm-hmm. to it. I believe it's yeah. based on a uh, Frank Miller comic. Comic, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great movie, from what I can remember. Is it up but, there? Yeah, as no, one I think Zach's that's best? it. I've, oh, let's see. Um, what? So he's made. He made Watchmen. He made obviously all the DC 300, things. Three hundred. Three hundred. BVS. Um, Man of Steel. Uh, we'll we'll be nice because I know fans will be upset if we say Justice League, even though the theatrical cuts a lot of Snyder. <laughs> but um, yeah, what else? This thing do? started playing again. Okay. Oh, was, all right. What else? Uh, I, well, I think those are the kind of his big ones. Oh, he did Dawn of the Dead. Sorry. Okay. Um. Wait. Don't. Um. No, I don't. The two thousand four one. Yeah. Um, he did that owl cartoon movie. Oh yeah, I think I would say that my favorite is gonna either be Three Hundred or Watchmen. I might lean Three Hundred on that. Been forever since I've seen it, but I, I think so. I mean, I've only seen like four movies he's done, but I, you know, I'll say I'll say the Snyder Cut Justice League is my favorite he's done. <laughs> Yeah, um, that uh, I loved it. Like when I first watched it, but it just the the Joker scene is see, just sticks in my brain too oh, much. Oh, I and, hate that scene so much. And I just am kind of left uh, a little salty because I just don't think that the quality was that different than the original. Like people act like it's night and day, and I don't feel that it was. No, honestly, like there's you know what? I'll say it. There are some things better in the theatrical cut. And totally you know what the big thing so, is yeah. better than the theatrical cut? Superman. Yeah. The yeah. Superman stuff in the theatrical cut, minus the whole CGI mustache, is mm-hmm. far better. And Absolutely. um Yeah. Like I, I I'm sorry. I don't like the whole like um Steppenwolf. Like some people freaked out over this scene. I think it was kind of lame. Was Steppenwolf has the axe and he's about to hit someone and then it Goes to Superman and he goes in this monotone like delivery. Not impressed. And then he starts punching Steppenwolf. I don't remember that. Superman says not impressed. Yeah, in like the most monotone delivery you could believe. That's amazing. Um so I (laughs) sorry, uh let's let's inch back and maybe we'll get back to this question. What were you ask? You were asking what the first R-rated movie I ever yes, saw was. was the Did first you have R-rated. one? I do now. I, I bring this up because it was the Patriot in um, ninth grade, and oh. we had to sign a permission slip to be able to watch that movie. And I was like, "Oh, R-rated movie. I wonder what <laughs> that's like." And in my head, it was like what I was imagining would be like cuz you know it's based on the revolutionary war mm-hmm. what i was imagining would was physically not possible 
Because right. I was just imagining like um almost like a zombie type thing where like you have a soldier, like he's missing a yeah. leg, an arm, yeah. like his half of his face is missing and you just see like the flesh inside yeah. or the muscle and he has his bayonet and he's just stabbing people <laughs> with them you- and and it's just like you were imagining, super hardcore. You were imagining this is a joke for very few people, but you were imagining like a new French extremist unrated movie, like just the absolute most vile, violent, <laughs> yes, like depraved, super violent. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> like his one of his arms is just full skeleton. The other has like a little bit of flesh, but it's mostly just the muscle. And he's yeah. just like stabbing people with his bayonet. Yeah, for like the entire like two and a half hours of the movie, it's just like the end of Indiana Jones with the face melting, but way more realistic. Yes, <laughs> that that's where I imagine I watch it. I'm just like, oh, like overall, I like the movie, but yet I was slightly just like, this isn't the violence <laughs> I was expecting. <laughs> Most R-rated movies are basically just like PG-13 movies with a boob or like a little blood. <laughs> yes, or f bombs. Yeah, lots of f bombs for sure. Like, um, what was it? There was this one. I think the Harley Quinn movie they did with Margot Robbie, the Birds of Prey mm-hmm. one. Yeah, everyone talked about had you just dropped those f bombs, it would have been PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. And what helped the move? Well, no, COVID. <clears throat> it came out like the week before, like the lockdown started. So, but it could have helped, yeah. even though it wasn't a very good movie. Yeah. Um. So interesting. That's the first um, when you said. Uh, we're. I think for a lot of people listening, we probably both sound pretty sheltered because. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think a lot of people saw R-rated movies. Um, pretty young. Um, for me, I think, three hundred came out in two thousand seven, so it'd be in about seventh grade. Yes. Yeah, I think, it's just like honestly, like, not. If I were like to take out my collection of like R-rated TVs and Blu-rays, there's not a lot. Because I mean, most of the stuff <clears throat> I get is like animation and superheroes. So, yeah, I mean, I would, I think maybe a, a large portion of the movies I like are R-rated, but that's because a lot of horror is R-rated. Like, I mean, like, my... I mean, yeah, your genre leans into yeah, that. exactly, like, um. Although honestly, like PG thirteen horror is like, I would say more consistently good because like I pretty Cause, yeah they can't just rely on the blood and stuff yeah they have to but really like go yeah there. my favorite I, I as I decided within the last year that my favorite movie of all time is Midsummer that's R rated easily um, so <laughs> stuff like that oh yes I don't know how we got there we were well I think it was because um, the dude was gonna... I. I don't remember how we the uh, the person. That's when it's just time to lock your door. And theatrical stuff, yeah. Maybe stop inviting them to Christmas parties. That's mm-hmm. that's the way. And I actually, I was almost imagining: is this person just like mailing out gifts and like, I hope I get a thank you note or? Yeah, maybe everyone. There's no return address, and he, everyone yeah. thinks he's the Unabomber, <laughs> and they just throw yeah. them out. <laughs> just like yeah, they're just like. Oh, uh, yeah, not opening anything from this guy. <laughs> like, um, what, if, what if his his name just happens to be, like, Ted Kaczynski? Or what's the Unabomber's <laughs> name? 
Ted, Ted I think Kaczynski, that's what it was. Or, uh, his name happens to be that, and he's just like, why is nobody accepting my <laughs> gifts? I keep mailing people gifts. What's happening? And the thing is, is that pe- people, like, most people know him from when he was little, so they all call it, they all know him as Teddy. They don't know him yeah. as Ted. Yeah, so. they're just... <laughs> <laughs> then there's uh, like um moments where like he'll like bring like some I don't know some special cookie made in the south or something I don't know mm-hmm. he'll send them up to the house and that's like the mom will be like to the dad um so do you know who these cookies are from no kids did you eat these cookies and the mom will see that they're in them in their mouth they're like no no kids into the toilet <laughs> fingers down your throat now yeah. 21 jump street it <laughs> uh yeah um so Mom, i would definitely I don't want to get sick do you want to die <laughs> <laughs> yeah my my advice i guess would be definitely check if your name check check some registries check to see if your name is the same uh as any known uh like um domestic terrorists or bombers um things like that people on the wanted list um yeah so like definitely you, check that there's an old seinfeld episode about um elaine because have you seen a seinfeld very little probably haven't seen the one you're talking about there's an episode where elaine is dating a guy who just happens to have the same name as some real serial killer Oh. <laughs> and, um, like, she's trying to convince him to change his name. And there's one time where they go to, like, some, I think, sports event. Yeah. And, like, on the PA, they tell, like, the guy's name. I think it was Joe oh. Rafke or something or something oh. like that. And they're like, Joe Rafke, please come to the um, visitor center. And everyone's like, Joe Rafke, the killer? And she's like, oh, no, no, he's different. He's not the serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah, so yeah, definitely advice, check that, but the, the fallback is, um, chill out, man. Yeah, you don't stop need a sending thank you. gifts. You know, it sounds like he, the gift he needs to send is to himself. He's just That's like, true. um, he's, he's just like, I try to be Santa Claus for everyone, but does anyone give a gift? Well, that sounds more like Elvis now. <laughs> How was Elvis it? Elvis was Whatever. from Tennessee, wasn't he? Was oh, wait, he? Um, something... Uh, that's what I I think it's Tennessee something. But in Nashville, he right? was a I mean, southern gentleman, and he's just a. I just want to be Santa Claus, but no one wants to be. No one ever wants to give Santa Claus a present. But now, yeah, it's time for Santa to open that piggy bank and buy his own crap. Yeah, it's you've been giving gifts to everyone for so long. It's time to stop expecting a gift in return and let. Let your next gift you give be to yourself. Yes. And the sad thing is whenever he goes to like those family, whenever there's a family gathering, he always sees like um, the gifts he sends her in the trash. But yeah. Or you know, he could do. It's time to start that dumpster diving for him. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. He can pull. You know what? Maybe he said he wants to be Santa. He he's been Santa Claus. Maybe it's time to be the Grinch. Yeah. Not at yeah, the end, um, carving the roast beef. Mm-hmm. You be the Grinch when he was cool. You be the Grinch when he decided <laughs> to break into houses and steal stuff. 
Oh yeah. Steal back <clears throat> your gifts. That, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying too. Um, and you know, uh, that's that's enough advice for him. But I, I think we should maybe you know wrap wrap it up. We got a plenty of good morals to tell today. I you know that's a big yes. part of the show that we often forget is we got to have a moral. And I think there's just plenty. You know, you. Uh, you should definitely try dumpster diving. Um, that's just yes. advice, not a moral. Um, Always remember to wash the food, though, first. Yeah, wash your lesson. Food. Yeah, for sure. You gotta. Um, uh, there's a, the life lesson in, or the, the educational lesson that um, flat hats are associated with the American Confederacy. Yes. Um, and but who was their who was their greatest enemy? It was Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because he had a cylinder, not a disc. So yes. That's kind of important. And uh, what what else did we learn today? We learned about a wonderful product that you should all oh yes. um, try out. Um. And we also met um, Huck's long lost cousin Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad we finally got to you know talk about henry a little bit um because you know he is the smartest person in the family and he worked yes. hard to get there he went to college so yes. um and, and I, also I would we yes we learned about you know what maybe instead of um be maybe instead of giving it's time to take yeah and that's where i would say ultimately the moral i, I would say is just uh screw saying thank you yes exactly. just like end it just kind of just just kind of stop just kind of don't say thank you to anyone it's kind of overrated so oh exactly that's what you gotta yeah and do. that's really the message that's the message i want to put out there so with that um with that believe, this is a good episode yes and i think we've done it i do i think we got there it's been a, it was an odd episode but yeah we had to oh, rearrange yeah. a lot of oh, stuff yeah. today but I think we got there. And you know what? Yeah, I'm I think we got there. Fairly proud because you know there's a lot of pressure because I did really like those last two episodes we did. <laughs> yeah, some of the best. And this time, yes. you know, we're we're easing back into it, and yes. I hope that we'll be back very soon with a, a special episode of Unwanted Answers. So. Oh yes, one of my favorites. Yeah. So I hope we'll have that look for. Here's two uh, more Unwanted Answers in the future. Yes. Um, even more and even though you didn't want it it's coming so you yeah. didn't ask for it there it was there it is <laughs> <laughs>